so let's talk about the star. You know, we don't know exactly. People have speculated what was up with that star. Was it Jupiter or was it Jupiter and Saturn kind of lining up with each other? Was it a comet or a meteor or something like that? You know what? We really don't know, but I do know this. I know that star carried with it the greatest message that the world had ever heard until that point in time. You know, the Bible says that the heavens are declaring the glory of God. All of the heavens are declaring the glory of God, but that star in in particular had something important to say. And this morning, I'm going to give you three things. If you're a note taker on Christmas morning, you got that new journal, new Bible, and you were dying to break it in with that new pen. It is Christmas, so we'll do three points, no poem, just three points. But I'll tell you the three things that that star was saying that night. Number one is this, the star was speaking of God's glory. It was speaking of God's glory. All throughout Scripture, we see light and the glory of God being associated together. When God set his people free out of Egypt, it was a cloud by day and a fire by night. It was the glory of God. When Moses goes up on Mount Sinai, the cloud of God's glory descended down and the place, the mountain just lit up with this great light. Moses himself comes down off the mountain. They had to put a veil over his face because the light of God's glory was so great. Luke chapter 2, the famous Christmas narrative says this, and an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, the glory of the Lord, this bright light around them, and they were filled with fear. I love this passage out of Matthew 17. And after six days, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John, his brother, and led them up a high mountain by themselves, and he was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light, glory and light together. Then I love this one, Revelation chapter 22 the end of the book, verse 16, Jesus is speaking, and Jesus says, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you about these things for the churches. And he says this, I am the root and the descendant of David, the bright and morning star. All through Scripture, all through the Word of God, we have this synonymous linking together of light and the glory of God. And on this first Christmas The first Christmas ornament, that brilliant star, is speaking of the glory of God. But secondly, that star is speaking of God's guidance. It's guiding the Magi, those wise men, to where Jesus was. And listen, you know what? As we prepare to enter into a new year, here's good news. With all the uncertainty in our world right now, as we move into the year 2023, God will guide you every step of the way. He'll guide you through this next season of your life. He'll guide you through this journey that we're embarking upon as we go into a new year, if you'll let him, if you'll ask him to, if you'll trust him. All you got to do is follow him. Here's what Jesus says in John 8, 12. He says, again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light. There's that light again. I'm the light of the world. Whoever follows me, whoever follows me will not walk in darkness but will have the light of life. Just as the light of that star guided those wise men, Jesus says, I am the light, and if you'll follow me, I will lead you into the path of life and light. You say, hey, I want God to guide me. But, but how do I do that, Pastor? Well, the Bible says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. 
Man, we want it to be a big spotlight that just tells us five years down the road, right? Ten years down the road. If I could just imagine what the next Christmas here at Grace Life would look like 11 years from now, if the Word of God would just tell me that, but it doesn't, but it is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Step by step, God will lead us. He'll guide us with the light of His Word. Here's what I encourage you to do as it relates to walking in the Word of God, walking by the light of the Word of God as we prepare to go into a new year. That's every day of your life. Spending some time with the Lord every day in the coming year, some time in God's Word. Incredible resources and plans abound and apps out there that make that really simple and easy to meet with God and His Word all throughout the coming year, every day. Weekly, be committed to hearing the preaching of the Word. I'll try to bring a, a message that's straight out of God's Word and hopefully won't just put you sound asleep every week, but let's be committed. We want to hear the preaching of God's Word. And I'm thankful we got people from other churches that are here with us today. Your church may have had Christmas Eve services last night, and so you're not gathered with your people today. And I pray you would be hearing the preaching of your pastor in the year 2023 as well. I think it's important to be hearing the Word of God in the context of small groups, to be with other men and women where you're having biblical conversations grounded on the Word of God. And God will guide us. He'll lead us through that. That very first Christmas ornament is speaking. It's speaking of God's glory, speaking of God's guidance. And then third and last, it's speaking of God's gift. God's gift. These wise men, you know, they must have had some kind of status, some kind of clout, some kind of resources, because the gifts that they brought to Jesus, they're hard to find. They're hard to get. And if you could find them, they were expensive. And they brought these gifts and they laid them there before Jesus. But here's the deal. Their gifts that they gave Jesus, as precious and valuable as they were, you could take those gifts and multiply them by trillions and trillions, and they still wouldn't come close to the treasure of the gift that was laying there in the manger. That God had so loved this old, messed up, sinful, rebellious world that he sent his only son into it. That through his perfect life and death on a cross for me and you in our place, that God would raise him from the dead so that we might be saved, so that he might be our Savior and Lord. The precious, amazing gift of Emmanuel. Think of that. God, what? With us. God with us. What a gift that star was speaking about that night. And if you came here today and you don't have a personal relationship with God, I want you to know that God wants to give you the gift of his son today. There is no other gift in the world like the gift of Jesus. To know that you're forgiven of your sin. To know that you've been reconciled to God. To know that God has given you a heavenly inheritance. I pray today that if you don't know Jesus before you leave this place, you'd have the greatest Christmas morning a person could ever have. And that's to bow your knee today and confess with your mouth, Jesus, from now on, you're my Lord. And you're my Savior. You know what? Maybe you're here today, probably most of you are here today, and you're here to celebrate that He is your Lord and Savior. But maybe on this Christmas morning, you stand in need of a different gift from Jesus today. Maybe today you are here and maybe you need the gift of forgiveness and a new start. He'll give you that if you'll ask Him. Or maybe you're here today and you need a listening ear from Almighty God. 
He'll listen. Not only will he listen, but the Bible says he'll, he'll understand. You see, he's not a distant, aloof, far away God. He's Emmanuel. He's God with us. The Bible says he's our sympathetic high priest. He's been tempted and tried in every way that me and you have been. He knows what it's like to be tired. He knows what the pressure feels like of life. He, know what, he knows what it's like to go to a funeral for somebody you love and you care about. And he'll listen to you today. And he'll understand. Or maybe today God's given you the opportunity this Christmas morning to do what the wise men did. Maybe this morning God's given you the opportunity to lay something at the feet of Jesus today too. Probably all of us need to lay something at his feet today. Maybe today you need to lay your fears at the feet of Jesus and believe that he's able. Maybe today you need to lay your fatigue at the feet of Jesus and believe that he is my strength. Maybe today you need to lay your failures at the feet of Jesus and believe you are forgiven. Maybe today you need to lay your family at the feet of Jesus and believe that if God builds the house, then nobody can tear it down. Maybe today you need to lay your finances at the feet of Jesus and believe that he is Jehovah Jireh. He will provide everything that you need. Maybe today, maybe today we need to lay our future at the feet of Jesus and believe he has a far better plan than I do. And I want to trust him. And I want to walk in that. Let's not live like fools today. Let's live like wise men. Let's let the light of God's glory guide us to the gift of God's only son. And let's be wise today. And let's lay at his feet today what needs to be left there today. And if you'll leave with him what needs to be left with him today, it'll make your journey home a lot lighter and a lot brighter. So God, we bow our hearts before you today. Thankful for the gift of your son. His beautiful glory that radiates from generation to generation, proclaiming the good news of salvation. And God, just as your glory guided those wise men today, God, I know that you're guiding us in this moment. You're guiding us as to what needs to be laid before you today. The fear that we've lived in this year, the failures we've lived in this year, the fatigue that we've lived in this year, the financial worries we've carried with us this year, the fears for our families that we've carried this year, thoughts of our future that have weighed on us this year. On this Christmas morning, Holy Spirit, give us the grace to lay all that before the great I am. 
that our hands and our hearts and our minds would be free on this Christmas morning of all that would seek to restrict our worship. May we be free to worship you today with all of our heart and soul and mind and strength for your glory. And God, we need your joy in our life today. So I want to invite you to stand, church, and let's just finish our Christmas morning together here, just worshiping the Lord, laying before him whatever needs to be laid before him today. Let's worship him freely in this final moment that we have together. He's so worthy.